2022 team training at Keystone Lodge in Keystone, Colorado. I'm George Thomas, you're listening to First Chair, and we are doing a wrap-up of the week with Dave Schuling and Jeb Boyd. Dave, Jeb, thanks very much for joining us. Great to see you. Thanks, George. <laughs> it's really good to see you guys. This is so much more fun than over the phone. Right. Totally. So you guys got together for a week. I mean, obviously, team selection was put off for a year. You selected the team in April. I know you did a lot of work over Zoom in the summer, but this is really the first time that the team has gotten together since selections, right, Dave? That's, that's absolutely correct. Yeah, and it's good to get the team together for a full five days. And Jeff, what's the purpose of doing this? Well, we've got to, you know, the team has to be synchronized with the needs of the association. You know, and so the, the team comes together here and, and uh, we had a chance to work with Nick to um, hear what, you know, as, as our leader, what he's working on and what he's working with the association on. And then it allows us to um, spend quality face-to-face -face time uninterrupted for a week and uh, focus on a variety of needs, whether those needs are us bonding as a team, coming closer together and being able to rely on one another and, and predict what that reliability is. Um, to being able to have hard, uh, tangible uh, output that will make the life of a snowboard instructor or a ski instructor that much better. So Dave, Jeb was saying this is the first time they've been able to come together. Were you able to even do this last year? No. Was no, there a team training? I mean, there, there was, wasn't, was there? There was not. No, we moved everything to, to online stuff. We were able to actually you know, have a, an entire web-based education staff series. But as far as the team getting together and doing stuff, we, we did everything through Zoom. And Jeb, I, we were talking on the chairlift, and one thing I've really noticed is the energy and the enthusiasm from everybody that's here. It's really, it's uh, infectious. Ha! How's that for a word <laughs> in COVID time? <laughs> that's good. It's good. No, it's true. And, and you just don't get that vibe after a Zoom meeting, do you? No. You know, when that Zoom meeting ends, you get a sense of relief, you know. And, and here when uh, um, team training is coming to an end, it's a little sense of, you know, sadness because we're, we're done and everybody goes to all points of the, of the country here. But uh, much better face-to-face. -face. But you can get back together on Zoom, right? Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> So Dave, where does it go from here? Where does it go from here? Well, I mean, we are, we're really excited to be doing more live stuff. So we look at um, divisional trainings, regional trainings are, are right around the corner. Uh, the, the first one starting in a week. Uh, we worked really hard this week with the team to make sure that the team could be great support at all those regional trainings because all team members are, are part of a particular region. Um, but how can they support some of our larger association initiatives like with strategic alignment? We have new standards that are being implemented this coming season and lots of great training, uh, use of assessment tools. And we wanted to make sure that the team was, was up to speed and prepared and ready to answer all the questions that are going to be coming at them all season long. So we're excited about kind of this united front where the, the team is really uh, truly there as uh, uh, stewards for this this change that's coming and it's not like it's a you know this radical brand new change but it is different and we feel like um, the tools are packaged in such a way to make the entire training and certification uh, process better and Jeb I gotta say I hung out with the cross-country team yesterday 
and it was really informative. I loved it. Uh, one of the members of the team was doing a teach, and then I got to listen in on uh, the other two members doing a grading of the teaching and the people skills, and it really showed how people skills can be assessed. And it made a lot of sense, and while I was listening to it, I was like, well, this is just really going to make us teach much better lessons. It, it is going to be... It, if you are a snow sports school director out there, the direction that the association is going in is going to help answer a lot of the problems and questions that you have about how can I make my staff better and more effective with our for our clientele. Um, it is going to make a difference, you know, and it's all about creating awareness um, about you know how you interact and, and the impact of that uh, your behaviors uh, to the to your students and. When we can start to zero in on those and look at those uh, measurable behaviors, you can it, you can coach to that. You can you can improve that, and that's uh, and that's what that practice session was all about. You know, because let's face it, it's new to us too. And so when when the team was able to get out there and do these practice teach sessions, which are never fun uh, when you're doing it, but the, when you get to the end, you're like, wow, that was awesome to be able to see some of these uh, highs and lows, and then what can we do to normalize that so that it's, it's a much better teaching experience. And Dave, it was really interesting for me to sit in on an assessment with the best of the best and hear them giving each other uh, critique. Again, not, oh, we gotta make this better or whatever. It was, here's what I see. It was really an assessment. And then seeing how the, the person being assessed uh, accepted the feedback and it, it was just it's hard to even put into words but it was such a great experience to be able to sit there and be a part of this and listen to it and have it make so much sense because uh, I remember sitting in on a meeting back in 2017 where it was like how are we going to grade this and you've really done a, an incredible job of putting it together yeah, it's pretty funny that um, some of the team members were like, gosh, I feel like it's tryouts again. I feel like I'm at, I'm at selection. I've got to do my teach tomorrow. I've got to prepare. And, and, um, and, you know, to your point, everything's based off of learning outcomes. So it's all outcome-based. You know, what is to be achieved upon successful completion of the assessment or of the learning segment or whatever it might be? And for each of those learning outcomes, there are written assessment criteria. And that's what you were looking at. The, when the people that were observing the teach, they were looking at the criteria of, uh, that points towards that learning outcome. And if you get kind of into that, it's, it kind of walks you through the things that you look for that to create a great connection, if it's interpersonal skills, and or great kind of, um, you know, uh, a spark or, a, or a, a something to, to create deeper learning and actually make, make change in the learning. And, and that's what we're looking for, too, is not this, you know, we're moving away from a system that is like, okay, i got to memorize my canned shtick, my progression on what I'm going to teach on an exam day. And I'm just going to go through that. We're really looking for real-life stuff. We're, we're looking to capture what pros do day in and day out when they're with their guests. We're trying to do that in the assessment environment. And that's what it boils down to. And what you witnessed with the team working with that was exactly what candidates are going to witness at exams this coming season. So how does that make you feel as head coach of the team to see the team coming together? I mean, these are skills that 
It's the same for cross country and alpine and snowboard and freestyle. I mean, everything. It's making all of us better teachers. It, it really is, you know, and, and uh, backing up to support what Dave just said there, you know, when we went out there, the two high level things that we looked at were did learning occur and was trust created? And from there, then we can jump into the details and dive in a little bit. But those are the two biggest questions to answer. You know, the impact of that instructor out there teaching, um, did learning occur? And did they do something to create trust within that group? Um, and so anyone who's out there preparing for their exams this year, that should be the biggest thing that they focus on is I, I need to have an impact on, you know, my actions need to have an impact on the environment. And, uh, you know, can I, can I create those two items? And then from there, you dig into the details, the criteria that Dave was talking about. But from the, a team perspective, I spent a fair amount of time rolling around with other disciplines this week. And upon arrival, I could immediately recognize what each discipline was working on. And it was all right inside of this uh, strategic alignment initiative. And it was it was. I, I, I'm super excited about that. And Dave, that's such a simple sounding question, but it's making such a huge difference. And what a thing to take into our lessons, into training, into assessments. Did learning occur? Oh, totally. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it, it, over the years, you, you would hear instructors say at the mo in the morning at lineups and they'd say like, you know, I need to take a little bit of, I, I need to not teach this morning because I need to train for my exam. It's like, hey, the best training for your exam is to actually be working with guests and doing what you do day in and day out. You shouldn't have to go prepare for this perceived different thing, which is an exam. The assessment is built to just capture you in the moment of creating a great learning experience uh, for whoever it might be whether it's a guest or it's a, a colleague, a co-candidate, co you know, with you in your assessment environment. So it's, it's the same stuff. And sorry to keep going back to cross country, but it was really exciting for me to be in that group and just watch because learning did occur and I saw a change in the group scheme. Right. And I think that, you know, how learning occurs is to be present with the people around you. You know, if a good way to be not present is to deliver my canned shtick. You know, because that may or may not have impact on the group. And that's really was the essence of the training is like, how can I interact and engage with these people? Because let's face it, no matter what you ask me to do, I'm going to perceive your intent and it may or may not align with what you wanted to do. So that opens the door for involvement in creating trust and creating learning. So it's... That's, that's what was going on this week, and it, it really was cool to see the team embrace that. And Dave, do you see the team members carrying that enthusiasm out as they go to train uh, the ed staffs of the different divisions? Oh, absolutely. I mean, one of, the, one of the most significant changes in the last, say, couple of terms is, is how integrated team members are working side by side with national task force members. And, and a refresher on that is those are the folks within each region they kind of represent their disciplines and they sit together on a national task force. And all the task forces and the Education Leadership Council have been working on this new system, certification and training system, um, you know, a la strategic alignment. And, um, you know, the team has been very involved with 
through that whole process, we actually have team members that sit as chairs of those task forces. And so it's just a larger, you know, casting a larger net out there to just spread that, um, that initiative. Um, the other thing too that, that's worth, worth noting is our fall conference concept of the past where we bring everybody into one location at the beginning of the season we're actually flipping it and taking it on the road. And so task force members and team members are gonna go join each regional training. And so there'll be the, the group leads or the, 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 the regional leads from that particular division will be you know, delivering training, but they'll have support from, from their task, fellow task force members joining from another region. Um, and so we're doing that at every training and we have a, a unified training message that uh, each region will be going through. And it's really exciting to be able to get that kind of consistency. And the team is right there as the, you know, the, the, the probably some of the biggest cheerleaders and support of, of the whole initiative. And Jeb, one of the things I always ask team members is what are you working on to improve in your own skiing? What are you working on to improve in your teaching? You've got to have a lot of pride. You were the team manager, now you're the head coach to see this all come together and not just acceptance, but really buying in on the program from the team. I mean, they're so enthusiastic about it. Yeah, no, no, no question. I mean, uh, you know, it's definitely a challenging role. Uh, I won't, I won't lie, but um, you know, we just stay focused on what do we need to do and how are we going to do that. And you know, when we sit and meet with Dave or uh, meet with the coaches, um, that that's what drives everything that we do. It's like, what do we need to do to achieve this? This outcome. I mean, it's no different than someone going to a certification exam. The outcomes are such. What do I need to do to achieve that outcome? And we are the exact same way. And Dave, kind of last question for you. This, when I was at team training here a couple of years ago, I don't want to say there were divisions, but it was like groups were hanging out together. And this year, everybody's blended. It really is. It seems like one team. Yeah, I think um, we've we've. Again, back to strategic alignment and, and the team embracing kind of a one team. Um, people skills fundamentals and teaching skills fundamentals were developed across disciplines. We brought cross-discipline groups together. It began with the team and then it has evolved into, um, into the task forces as well. And so uh, I think just that, everyone saw the value and the strength of working together across those disciplines. And so, um, you know, I think a couple other key pieces, uh, when Jeb and I got together and started to think about like the ultimate outcomes for this week with training is very simply, we wanted to make sure that each individual team member got something for themselves in, in terms of their own professional growth. And they, they, they developed some greater clarity into how that, that personal growth helps the team be better, to be a high functioning, high performing team. And um, it was fun to ask that question last night and look around the room. And when we looked around the room, you didn't see a table of just one discipline. You looked around the room and you saw everybody just kind of mingling as one team, nodding their heads saying, yeah, I got something for myself. And yes, I know how I can help this team be, a, be the best team it can possibly be. And Jeb, last question for you, right along the same lines, but I saw this yesterday on the snow. Uh, the cross-country team was working on synchronized skiing mm -hmm. and they were coming uphill in a certain step and Ryan uh, jumped in, Christofferson jumped in and he started doing it with him in his alpine gear mm -hmm. 
and then uh, Mike Ma jumped in on his snowboard yeah. and to, to synchronize on a snowboard when people are going up, it was so fun to watch. Yeah. Everybody was laughing. They were having fun and they were synchronized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 caught, I caught a glimpse on that and, and I just thought, how cool is that? You know, I mean, it's, it's we're to that level now where we barriers are broken down. You know, each discipline definitely has a place that they are within this structure. Um, you know, um, they, some of them, like here, here's an example. The Alpine team has had technical fundamentals for many years now. Um, those technical fundamentals are a lot newer to the snowboard team, the cross country team, telemark team, et cetera. And um, so they're, they're working at different levels of the same thing. And so when, um, when it comes time for something like that, it's easy for other team members to jump in because we all are working on the same stuff. And it really was, I, I saw that and I agree, that was a lot of fun to see. And they were so enthusiastic. He was. was like, Ryan, I haven't seen him do that fast in a long time. <laughs> Even unbuckled the top of his boot right. so he could get more flexion. <laughs> it was awesome. Right. So uh, happy with the way this week went. Yeah. Absolutely. Hands down. Thrilled. And I've got to say I am too because it's really fun to be here looking you guys in the eye as we're talking rather than over the phone. Right. <laughs> So thanks very much for taking the time to sit down and chat with us. Jeff Boyd, Dave Schuling, great chat with us. It's a pleasure, George. Thanks. From team training at Keystone Lodge in Keystone, Colorado, you've been listening to First Chair on